Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. are listening to the recovery radio podcast on kmp3 i am a member of alcoholics anonymous and i will be your host you can email me at sarcasticbigbook at gmail Follow me on Instagram at sarcastic.aa.book. Visit my website, recoveryradiokmp3.com and sarcasticbigbook.com. And as always, I'm so glad you're here with me. I don't know if your day is just getting started or it's just winding down or it's somewhere right in the middle, but here we are, you and me. I am glad for that. Grateful I have no desire to drink today. I do have a piping hot cup of French roast coffee here from Trader Joe's, mixed with some Don Francisco's hazelnut. Today, I want to talk about the 12 steps in the simplest way I think about them now. Of course, when I was new, um, and for quite a while, as I've shared about on here, it was all very confusing. It's all very fussy. It's all stuff to try to figure out. There was a lot of intellectual uh, steps I had to take. I told myself to do this and to do that and I had to figure this out and I had to figure that out and looking back it was all a waste of my time I mean it was part of what I had to go through no doubt but now I really do see it as like somebody said to me here make some coffee and they gave me a coffee maker and I proceeded to take out a screwdriver and and a, my toolbox and take the thing apart and Old timers were like, what are you doing? Just make coffee. And I was like, I know, but I'm going to. I mean, I, I am. I am making coffee, but I just have to figure this out. And they would say, no, it's already been figured out. You just follow the directions, put water in there and put coffee in there and you'll end up with, you're not going to end up with pizza. Just follow the directions. Trust it. Somebody already figured this out. You don't have to figure it out. I know, but I'm different, you know. I don't know. I'm unique. I have kind of a different spin on things. My girlfriend is a little, <clears throat> I don't know, the situation. If I told you all the details, you'd understand. This is just a little more complex for me. 
I understand these ancient spiritual principles work for the rest of you, but you've never met my mom and it's just kind of different. And just, I'm just there with all these coffee maker pieces strewn all over the floor and just trying to figure it out. Old timers just stood around and said, shook their heads. Yeah, keep coming back. We understand. But today, it's not like that. Today, it's very simple to me. It has become simpler over time and not more complex. There's really only very simple handful, if you even want to say that. Ultimately, there's kind of one thing, which is just get out of self. But there's not a lot to concentrate on. The point of all the things that I concentrate on are to help me get out of self. There's not another plot to any of these tools I've been given, the prayer, the writing, the reading, the sharing, the helping newcomers, the carrying the message, the practicing these principles in all my affairs, the, all, all of it is get out of self. Get out of self. That statement used to be another statement. I would just try to, I don't know, I dissected it for years. I mean, now <clears throat> I really do believe that the point of the steps is for me to get out of self, to be able to get out of self easier and stay out of self for longer and more and learn more and more over time what is selfish and what is not. And have that experience unfold and expand and mean more. But it's it's that's basically it. I take great comfort in the fact that that's, that's it. I'm not afraid that I have it figured out and I'm going to, I'm going to I'm in trouble because I, I get it. That, that kind of thing. I know what it means. I know where it comes from, it comes from like, I think mean, stay open-minded, stay Keep doing the work. Keep moving forward. Don't be satisfied with past results. But it is possible to learn something and then just know it. I've learned that getting out of self is going to be the solution to a all my problems, including my drink problem, according to the big book. So there's really not anything else for me to concentrate on getting better at. So today, I just want to pretend that I only have a few minutes. I'm just going to explain my understanding of the 12 steps. And it's an understanding of the 12 steps that has sustained me since I came to this understanding roughly 30 years ago. If that 
is helpful for anyone to hear. I have not had to adjust my understanding of the steps. That's not to say that this understanding doesn't endlessly expand and mean more. It says in step 10, you know, enter the world of the spirit. Our next function is to grow in understanding and effectiveness. This is not an overnight matter. It should continue for a lifetime. But they don't then give us a whole bunch of new things to think about. Well, this is going to continue for your life. So we're going to give you a bunch of new stuff. They really just repeat themselves over and over again by that point. They're just saying, we've, we've explained it to you, shown you these tools. Now use them in the here and now. Don't stop doing it. It should continue for a lifetime. Go. Just practice it right now. Don't stop practicing it right now. It's not like they say, this, this is not an overnight matter. It should continue for a lifetime. You're going to need a lot of stuff to do. So here's some new, different stuff to do. They've already told us. They've already given it to us. And essentially, it comes down to, it's not about me. Get out of self. It says it over and over and over and over and over and over and over again. So, we'll start with step one. My understanding of step one. Step one is, you know, people say they do step one every day. I, I don't really feel that way. Step one is reaching a place of complete deflation because of my drinking where I realized that I can't stay stopped with my willpower alone and I don't know what to do I'm like a car that loses its brakes sometimes when it loses its brakes varies how long the brakes are gone varies but I am an undrivable car in other words I have decided I have an unmanageable life at this point because I'm a practicing alcoholic that's my understanding of step one and that's it for me Sober insanity isn't in there. Untreated alcoholism isn't in there. That all is labeled differently, understood differently, and comes further on. And that becomes important further on, in my view. But that's step one for me. Leading me to step two, which is step two to me is, by my understanding what is in that big book, as all of what I'm saying is 
being open to there being a power greater than myself that can solve this problem. According to the big book, that's step two. The big book does not ask me to define my higher power. The big book does not ask me to look up anything, define anything. The big book says, soon as you can say you're open to the idea that there's a power greater than yourself, that's enough. Move on to step three. Step three. is looked at as simply as I make this decision that this power that I'm willing to believe, call it good, call it God, call it love, has hired me. And now I'm going to be that power's employee. I was the customer at the counter of life, and now I'm going to be the customer service representative, meaning everyone I encounter is a potential customer. That's not something that ever ends. It's the beginning of a lifelong practice that I do to my very best every minute of the day. But first I express this, I pray this somehow, this idea that God's the principal and I'm just the agent, not the other way around. God doesn't work for me, I work for God, is the idea. And then it's immediately, immediately, and permanently practicing staying on the right side of the counter. First task in front of me is step four. Well, if I'm on the customer service end of the counter, if I'm trying to be helpful and loving to everyone in my life, including myself, I just start with my inventory. I do it. I don't dilly-dally. I don't procrastinate. I don't make excuses. I don't... I just launch on a course of vigorous action. And I just write my inventory just like it is in the big book with an understanding that this has to be done according to the book pretty quickly. It says though our decision was a vital and crucial step, it could have little permanent effect unless at once followed by a strenuous effort to face and be rid of the things in ourselves which have been blocking us from God. So, if I have a powerful experience with step three, that could go away unless I'm launching on a course beginning with this facing and getting rid of the things that are blocking me from God. The big book says, column two should be very brief because you're just gathering trash that God is going to take out. It's not to relive this. We're going to give this to God, this whole inventory. So just, we're putting stuff in trash bags. 
So that's it. If I go in there and I get all wrapped up and I get all sad and I get all mad at myself and I'm doing this through the lens of self, then I go back to step three. Also in step four, start practicing the three tools that they give us for resentments, fears, and sex problems. When a person offended, we said to ourselves, this is a sick man. How can I be helpful? God save me from being angry. We avoid retaliation or argument. We wouldn't treat sick people that way. Can't be helpful to all people, but God will show us how to take a kindly and tolerant view towards every single one of them. Start practicing that. When we notice we're in fear, we ask God to remove the fear and direct our attention to what he would have us be. We subject each sex relation to this test. Is it selfish or not? That's also in step four. So start living those things right away. So I write my inventory. And then I read it to someone. And the point of that is to gain some fearlessness, some humility. And I read to somebody to confirm I'm being honest with myself and with God. Step six, I just double check to see if I'm willing to have God remove all that stuff, all that trash. Self. In its simplest form, self. Am I willing to have God remove the self that blocks me from God? Bill called it grocery handicaps, character defects, shortcomings. It's all self. Am I now willing to have God remove that so that I can be a better customer service representative? <laughs> Step seven, I ask God to remove it. I express it. Take all of me. I pray that you now remove from me every single defect of character what stands in the way of my usefulness to you and the people around me. Not to you and other alcoholics. To you and the people around me. Step eight. I have a list of people I have hurt by my conduct. In the book, we made this list already. Step nine, I go out and face these people. Unless I'm going to cause more harm. Not to me. The big book says, quote, no matter what the personal consequences may be, end quote. So, I go out and make amends, and I'm painstaking about it. I don't cut corners. I don't take shortcuts. I don't. I do my best to be thorough. And there's stuff in there in that chapter into action talking about this. It says there's some amends we cannot fully write. We don't worry about them if we can honestly say in our hearts that we would write them if we could. 
But we go out and make amends. Painstaking. Thorough. Paying great attention to detail. Turning over every stone. Step 10 is, to my understanding, live steps 3 through 9 and all the principles contained within. Live it. Stay on the right side of the counter. You're an employee. Page 84. Continue to watch for selfishness, dishonesty, resentment, and fear. When these crop up, we ask God at once to remove them. That's one thought. Another thought is we discuss them with someone immediately and make amends quickly if we have harmed anyone. Very different than calling somebody every time I have resentment or dishonesty or fear. Or selfishness. We'd be calling people every three minutes and we'd be, we'd be still thinking of ourselves. Step 11. Here's some... Here's an outline. Here's some helpful suggestions to on how to live what we just described in steps three through nine. When you wake up, throughout the day, at the end of the day, look for God in everything. Keep making sure you're on the right side of the counter. Step 12. Practice these principles in your home, at work, on the road, in stores, in meetings. And try to carry this message to other alcoholics. How can you be helpful? The right answers will come if our own house is in order. That's my simplest understanding of the 12 steps. I hope that helped someone. And I'm off today because it is Easter. If you celebrate Easter, happy Easter. And if anybody needs to hear it, everything is okay. So many of you listening that I love so much. So many friends that I have listening. Thank you. It means a lot to me. And people that I don't know, if you're listening to this, thank you so much. Hope you have an amazing day. Email me if you want, sarcasticbigbook at gmail.com. And uh, I do not know why my life was saved, but I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you do the same.